The Word of God is a seed containing the very life of God. It is His agent of transformation. As you receive these words in your heart with faith, that life is released into your spirit, and your life receives a supernatural lifting. Join Apostle Joshua Selman as he brings you God's Word with simplicity and power. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands to heaven. Father, we give you all the praise. Tonight we declare that you are God. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Lift your voice and thank him. Lord, we glorify you. Let the name of the Lord be glorified. Let the name of the Lord be lifted. In the name of Jesus. I'd like you to pray one prayer and say, Father, grant me understanding tonight. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. The entrance of thy word giveth light and even understanding unto the simple. Bring understanding, O God. We receive understanding. We receive understanding. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, our eyes are on you tonight. You are the custodian of all wisdom. Spirit of the living God, we thank you. We are gathered tonight because we believe in you. We are gathered tonight to hear you speak. We ask, O oh God, that you speak. Cause our ears, cause our spirits to hear. We decree and declare that we are not rebels to your word. Let it come. Let it produce results in lives. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please be seated. We look to Yahweh. Yahweh. Our hope is Yahweh. Yahweh. We look to Yahweh. Yahweh. Forever Yahweh. Yahweh. One more time. We look to Yahweh. Praise the Lord. I'd like to welcome all those connecting with us from several parts of the world. Thank you so much. The Lord bless you. For those of us who are here, the Lord honor you in the name of Jesus. The word of God will make us mighty in the name of Jesus Christ. Let me start tonight by prophesying to the worship team in the name of Jesus may your songs have wings may they go to the nations in the name of Jesus let there be greater portals open for you to have 
understanding. You will bring the songs of the Spirit. And in the name of Jesus Christ, your songs will be limitless. The grace that multiplies our teachings around the world, that same grace will take your songs beyond your borders. I pray that you will hear these songs in the night. I pray that you will not belittle yourself. May every one of you be great and mighty in the name of Jesus. God bless you. Please be seated. Extraordinary results, part two. Please open your spirit to hear what I'll be teaching you tonight. I came with a very heavy burden in my heart. And um, I trust that God will grant us grace. We began to share last week how that results are not a mistake. Results are not a coincidence. Every time you see results in the life of a person, whether spiritual results, whether financial results, whether intellectual results, they are governed by laws. One of the things that we have taught again and again in this house is after an encounter with the person of God. The next thing you have to understand are the principles that govern this kingdom that we live in. Are we together? The same way there are physical laws in our world and they are all responsible for different dimensions of results. There is gravity, there, there's friction, there are all kinds of forces at work. Whether you acknowledge their presence or not, they are still at work. The same way we have physical laws, that's the same way we have spiritual laws. And these laws are responsible for certain outcomes that we desire. Praise the Lord. One of the keys for productivity and results in this kingdom is to be able to connect your desires the spiritual laws that are responsible for the result you see most of us are aware of the existence of these principles but we do not know which one is responsible for what result so we try them at random hoping and my assignment is to be able to guide your understanding that with accuracy and certainty and conviction you know what spiritual principle is responsible for what outcome are we together now and we started um, last week by talking about a few prices that we must pay I told us how that in the kingdom we receive by grace but then the Bible says it is true faith by grace available true faith becomes your experience anything that is not available by grace cannot become your testimony cannot be part of your life the grace of god is not just saving grace the grace of god available in the kingdom that can only be provided for by christ is called grace now your faith is a summation of all the principles that you engage in that helps you to make that that has been available in christ to become your experience today salvation is by grace your faith makes it your experience healing is by grace your faith makes it your experience prosperity is by grace your faith makes it your experience so grace alone without engaging faith just leaves realities as potentials your life will never become that experience engaging these laws are a contribution your own alignment with god to make sure that these truths become your reality and i began to share with us a few things 
I've not found one person in my life who does not want to succeed. Now, others may not admit. Others are outspoken about being successful. Others are religious about it. But the truth about it is that every human being on earth, of the 7.2 billion people, you ask the arm robber why he's stealing, he tells you he wants to succeed. Correct? Ask someone in the hospital why they don't want to die. They believe that they have a future and there's so much they want to do with their lives. And I'm teaching us this because I do not want us to waste our time shadow boxing, trying to find meaning and relevance. Life was not designed to be lived by guesswork. You don't have that much time to guess. You have to walk through life with a level of exactness and certainty. If you believe that, say amen. The first price we discussed last week, just a quick recap, is the price of knowing God. Daniel 11 verse 32, the B part. It says, but the people that do know their God, the first price any believer has to pay is the price for an encounter with God. Not just principles. Principles are only useful when there is an encounter with a person. Take note. When you begin to pursue principles and mysteries and you do not have an encounter with God, it will be vain babblings. It will make you arrogant and eventually your results will destroy you. It is your encounter with the person of the Christ through the person and the ministry of the Holy Spirit that makes every other result you get relevant. There are people who become rich and leave God. There are people who become influential and leave God. That's because they had access to principles but they skipped the place of encounter. So the starting point of any kind of results and that which will last is an encounter. Everybody say an encounter. You must pay the price to know God. Please get the teaching, last week's teaching. I don't want to go over it again. Knowing God requires time. Knowing God requires passion. Knowing God requires prioritizing him above all things. Carnality is not having money. Carnality is not having materials. Carnality is an attachment. The attachment you have, a poor person can be carnal. You've just not had enough physical materials to help you demonstrate the carnality. Are we together now? And um, there are many, many carnal people in the body of Christ attached to things, possessions, money, cars, material things here and there. And um, you must pay the price to know God. Number two is the price of genuine submission to authority. I taught us about that and I'm glad that many people are beginning to understand this. There is an imbalance of authority. There is an imbalance of submission that has been taught for many years in the body of Christ. Is the imbalance of usurping people's rights and making men demigods. That's an error. It's unscriptural. There is a place for submission and I took out time to explain to us that the purpose of authority is for protection, provision, and promotion. Nobody promotes himself. Is that true? And um, I know we are all in Christ, but the election of grace has separated people into strata. You violate God's system of blessing, you will pay for it. Everybody has access to the Christ, but God has designed that there is a system by which men receive results one of it is authority so there is an imbalance of authority where people do not have rights again they don't have brains men of god become the gods of people they tell you when to eat they tell you when to have another child they tell you no 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 all the, that is rubbish 
is just the insecurity of men on rampage so they spiritualize it and carve out a group of people that can find victims of their insecurities that's imbalance praise the lord paul said follow me as i follow christ in other words if at any point you don't find me following christ do not follow me i want us to be very very clear about the concept of authority there are many insecure men and women of god well-meaning but they carry their complexes from poor backgrounds they get filled with the holy spirit and you know africa is a very loyal continent we are loyal to men of god we are loyal to pastors and churches and sometimes it is that loyalty that has become the unbecoming of people they were doing well until a man came into their life in the name of fatherhood and mentorship and wrecked and destroyed their life they made people to leave jobs when they shouldn't leave jobs they made people to not take drugs when they should take drugs they made people to all kinds of things and destroy people's lives separated husbands and wives when they have no business separating because of some kinds of hilarious vision so we must be careful submission is important authority is important so that's one side of the imbalance the other side of the imbalance is those who uh, in a bit to address what i just explained now tell people there's no such thing as authority everybody can access god no you fight the body of christ you lose there is a system with which the church was built are we together the bible tells us that the church was built like a building he said every house is built by some man then he says god is the builder of all our work with god is based on relationship but kingdom advancement is based on covenant and i've explained it to us the way that god operates on earth is that all his multifaceted dimensions are resident within individuals they become the portals through which the generation experiences that dimension of god so prosperity for instance god finds a man opens his understanding to an unusual dimension of god in that area and then makes that man a symbol a portrait a representation of that possibility so that every other man on earth who must enter that dimension must do it in alignment to both god and that system he has set up you will never enter that that you may believe in god but if you do not believe in what that individual represents and submit to it you will never enter that dimension no man will work greatly in the healing ministry insulting benny Hinn. no man will work greatly in prosperity and faith insulting kenneth copeland even if you believe you have more revelation than him he's more than a human being he's a system that communicates a dimension of god's reality the bible is full of mysteries and um i wish i had time i don't want to go back to walk all of those remember there was a time when the nation of israel wanted to fight war they were fighting war and moses these guys had their swords but behind the scene there was a man who was lifting his rod is that true the bible says as he lifted the rod although the people were the ones doing the physical fighting but the results were controlled by one man's hand now watch this the bible says a time came when Moses' hand was getting weak the wisest thing to do is to say sir you are an elder just sit down let me help you is that not true the wisest thing to do is to help the man not everything can be done by everybody ask saul why he lost his throne he said what is there somewhere we can't be waiting for you are you so special 
give me the knife and when samuel came he said saul what have you done he said you would have allowed me come god would have preserved your throne forever but now you have done foolishly today by this foolish act violating rankings in the spirit your throne is taken from you authority is real not everybody you see is a pure human being i don't know how to make you believe this but it's true for this cause many are weak many are sick people's pride has stopped them from entering simple cheap victories because of their refusal to understand authority it's not human worship there are some battles that are needless if you fight them if you fight those if you ever fight those battles it's because you are not wise are we together yes truly speaking there are some battles that are products of foolishness moses's hand began to go down the bible never said their sword stopped being sharp just because a man's hand was going down they started defeating them and they said look whatever we would do to support your position for the sake of our victory we'll do it i know what many people in our generation will do moses you are not the only one god is talking to please help me with that rod jerry and hold it and watch the rod kill you first it looks simple until you see what is happening in the spirit a man can say god prosper he say what is there is it not just positive conversion you too god prospers you and then you don't see any result the law of authority all the blessings of god come through the scriptural chain of authority it is from aaron's head down to his beard then it goes down to his skirt praise the lord when authority is done properly it produces wonders when there is any violation of it whether on the part of the supposed spiritual father or on the part of those who submit to that grace there will always be problem proximity is not submission availability hanging around a grace is not genuine submission submission is not weakness please listen understand this it is not a proof of weakness only a foolish man of god will take advantage of people because of their submission to his grace are we together the law of authority learn it use it command cheap victories in your life it's not idolatry when it is done within the confines of scripture it is not idolatry number three we have a lot to do today the third price that we must pay to produce extraordinary results is the price of mental transformation the price of mental transformation numbers chapter 13 please help us media it's a long reading from verse 25 the price of mental transformation the sacrifice of upgrading your paradigm the laborious sacrifice through the agency of the word and every other material whose thoughts are consistent with the word take note first the word of god scripture and then every other material intellectual material whose thought line is consistent with the word of god qualifies to be an instrument of mental transformation there are many believers who study the bible but they do not study the works of people who love god and who have paid the price to access these laws 
listen let me tell you this the law of the mind is an irrefutable principle if you must command results no matter how spiritual you are your life will eventually be a reflection of your understanding your life your physical environment will inevitably be a reflection of your understanding may not happen immediately but over a given period of time it is safe to say your experience the sum total of your experiences spiritually financially intellectually sociologically is a reflection of both your paradigm and your understanding if you lack money forever it is because there is an understanding you do not have if you are fighting with everybody forever there is an understanding you do not have are we together there can be momentary failures and setbacks agreed but when over a long period of time your experiences are the same is proof that your mindset is delivering that result say amen numbers chapter 13 we are reading from verse 25 to 33 this was the encounter of moses and the 12 spies listen and they returned from searching the land after 40 days we are reading to 33 and they went and came to moses these are the people now and aaron and to the congregation of the children of israel unto the wilderness of paran to kadesh and brought back word to them listen and unto the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land and they told them and said we came unto the land whither thou sentest us and surely it floweth with milk and honey and this is an evidence this is the fruit of it nevertheless listen this is a mindset speaking now everyone's communication is a window into your understanding you can fake it for a while but with time you will speak your true convictions nevertheless this is a faulty mindset interrupting the word of god the people that dwelleth in the land and the cities are walled and are very great and moreover we saw the children of anak there the amalekites dwell in the land of the south the hittites and the jebusites and the amorites dwell in the mountains and the canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of jordan and caleb said kai keep quiet what is all this all you people are just bringing negative was i not there with you we saw it we just brought the fruits and caleb stilled the people before moses and said moses as far as i'm concerned this is doable let us go up at once and possess it why for we are well able someone prophesied to yourself i am well able say it again i am well able he said we are able to overcome in other words i'm not refusing it's a challenge he didn't say i'm able to go through it no you don't deny the real boy say we are able there is capacity within us to bring those giants down hallelujah this is the power of a transformed mind a man sits down and prophesies doom to himself because of his mindset i can't make it i am from kaduna state i am from plateau state i am from benway i am from kogi people from our family don't rise is a reflection of your understanding 31 but the men that were up with him said we be not able to go against the people why for they are they've not fought oh. they are, they fought in their minds and were defeated already the result of their defeat was that for we they are stronger than we 
and they brought up an evil report listen now what kind of report poor thinking will always make a man communicate what god calls an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of israel saying the land though we have gone through gone to search it a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature the last verse and there we saw the giants the sons of anak which come of the giants and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers and so we were in their sight the anakims never say hey grasshopper the people call themselves grasshoppers the same way you call yourself um, a weak failure the same way you call yourself all kinds of things there is a price to pay to produce extraordinary results let me tell you nobody is born with a transformed mind transformation is a spiritual investment in case you see certain people confident and commanding results again and again it is nobody is transformed by default ladies and gentlemen it is the labor dimension of the world that brings us to a point where we adjust our understanding we've done many teachings aimed at building our mindsets and our understanding have taught us how paradigms are formed the first way paradigms are formed uh, through our cultural backgrounds we come from different cultures and then our environmental conditioning we've lived among people who have been poor and broke we have lived among people who have little or no respect for spiritual things we have lived among people who do not value the power of the word of god and unconsciously we have imbibed their way of life and their way of thinking as a paradigm a set of belief a plane of interpreting things your reality is interpreted by your perspective and if you do not allow the word of god alter your perspective you will fail in life in a way that you cannot imagine listen i don't care what physical effort you are exerting your life will eventually be a reflection of your mindset there are many people who have failed before they started it was very clear from their mindset and their thinking that they were not going to make it so they were not surprised when they failed it was just a confirmation of a defeat that had been in their minds are we together we were like grasshoppers so they called themselves the Bible tells us how to think Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8 it says finally brethren whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honest whatsoever things are just whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are of good report if there be any virtue and if there be any praise do what thinking and wishing are two different things wishing is just mesmerizing on a result that you will never happen in your life but thinking is constructing your mind your understanding many people do not think well they don't even think at all and if they do they think on negative things listen to me much more than your physical activity focus on making sure that your mindset has been constructed to produce victory are we together you were insulted growing up you probably were abused growing up and it put something in your mind about men 
and you keep saying every man is a devil every man is no not every man is a devil in your world and based on your experience all the people you have encountered are bad but why don't you expand your horizon how about prosperity there are so many people when you tell them will you prosper they say when i read what <laughs> when i read what because a society has programmed your mind that your wealth is entirely dependent on just what you studied so people make they go out of their way to do malpractice because they hope that by so doing it will give them an edge correct what do you believe about yourself what do you believe about God what do you believe about life you've heard me say it again and again it never ceases to amaze me those who hang themselves or, co or commit suicide I don't think I hate myself that much I understand quarreling myself but to hang yourself is um is, is quite you must be assisted by a spirit you become a reflection a physical reflection of your most dominant thoughts the thoughts that construct your understanding eventually become your life bring me someone who is as weak and beggarly and as villager as anything provided that person's heart is open to receive and learn give me six months with that person of thorough upgrading of his mind i'm not talking of business i'm not talking of whatever just allow me to change and alter that person's mind if i never see that person in my life again i can tell you staking my life that that person will be a success regardless of what his life is at that moment now here is the reverse accumulate a lot of physical things to hide the true state of your mind your understanding will take them away from your life until you look like what you believe are we together now let's do a little experiment look up don't feel bad how many of you have noticed that certain financial blessings only come at certain levels you never cross thirty thousand mark if somebody blesses you with 200,000, it will finish and return back to that range. It, your understanding pegged you like the thermostat of an iron. You know how an iron is? You program it to be this hot. When it gets there, what happens? It breaks. That's it. There are people who will never cross 100,000. Give them one million. They will laugh only for one week. That money, the, the behavioral patterns that come from faulty thinking will alter their behavior and make them act in a way and manner that reduces them back to the mindset of those who are 100,000 allocators. So it's not enough to just claim and say, I'm a millionaire. There is an understanding that resonates with that level of living and you must upgrade in your mind. It's like resonance in physics, remember? Those who are science-based there's something called resonance in physics that when you hit a tuning fork is that true at a particular frequency every other object within that environment that is the same frequency without touching it starts resonating that's how it is every result you have in the spirit has a spiritual frequency mental level that calls it when you want a result that is higher than your level of thinking it cannot resonate to it so your mindset must rise let me tell you when it gets there it will come in a heartbeat forget about the physical activities that act themselves to manifest it in your life that's that's little issue 
but we focus on who will bless me and how it will come that's that's not the issue just settle it in your mind you have programmed yourself truly to be successful when you want to know the true secret behind a man's result don't look at the physical result understudy the understanding of that man you see that you get blessed from successful people not just by benefiting from the result of their success unfortunately that's what mediocres do they are obsessed by the result the tie the shoe the watch the car the anointing the miracles wheelchair no there is an understanding that helps that man to partner with the holy spirit so that that kind of result be produced when you have that construction then you are ready for victory the price of mental transformation are you still living like your yesterday and expecting tomorrow's result it doesn't work that way sir you will never never be able to receive results at the mental states that brought the challenge that has pegged you let me tell you what challenges are challenges are a proof that your current level of understanding has reached its expiry level the moment you are confronted with an, a supposedly unsurmountable challenge is a proof to you i teach the school of ministry students that challenges are a letter from your future to you saying i am there and i am real but your mental state now cannot take you there challenges are a letter from your future to you saying i exist i am real but you will not arrive there with your current level of understanding i am passionate about god exposing my area of ignorance it doesn't embarrass me some of us are so egocentric that the moment you are aware that there is need for upgrade in an area it embarrasses us you must be flexible enough to admit that where i am is a reflection of something i do not know are we together do you believe this apostle i don't have friends everybody hates me say lie there is something about your understanding that keeps creating that reality apostle money comes and it disappears yes there can be demonic issues but the demons don't just come and act foolishly they act upon a mindset that can host them the day your mindset becomes hostile to their presence that's the day you break free that's why true deliverance after casting out the demons there must be a reconstruction of your understanding to make your environment no longer conducive for the activity of demon space it is almost vain to lay hands and cast out demons and leave the same mindset that brought them you are only recycling a journey of endless suffering that's why when demons find out that a particular man of god does not have intelligence enough to holistically secure people's deliverance the demons are in a hurry to leave they mock you before you raise your hand they go knowing that their access point is still there the door is open are we together something about your thinking is responsible for your limitation there is a way africa thinks we have subsistent thinking there is a way men of god think that don't give them results there is a way they think that they get results please every time you see a man of god a system a businessman whatever commanding results don't enjoy the flamboyancy of the physical results but if you really want to receive 
you must be able to labor to buy into their understanding so the bible says this let this mind permit this mind philippians chapter 2 and verse 5 permit this mindset this thinking this construction this set of understanding to be in you that was also in christ jesus and then things will respond to you the same way they responded to jesus born around a manger still didn't matter upgraded his mind 30 years he was to live 33 and a half years and he spent over 90 percent of his life committing to development and in three years he did something that through eternity will not recover from listen listen hear this advice never be in a rush to manifest physical results in your life don't be in a rush to start business someone met me one time and said sir what the way you are looking at me i don't know what i meant prophetically or physically he said what business do you think i can do i said none you will fail in every business you do no matter how simple it is and this is the reason it's not because you are lazy it is because you do not get the understanding of a prosperous person by default sincerity is one of the seed for greatness so you may be sincere it's like someone who is very sincere wants to transport you from one place to the other but cannot drive will his sincerity take you there as well-meaning as that person is it's not if you die it's when that car will capsize. don't labor to show physical results you try to buy a shoe of hundred thousand to make a statement I guarantee you your carelessness and your wrong thinking is going to spoil that shoe you'll be surprised that you never kick it on a wall but in one month the shoe will open up something about your wrong belief will mount pressure on that state your mind is saying it's a lie your physical realm is not agreeing with your mental realm something will happen I've given you an analogy again and again take a poor person Take someone who is one of the least workers in any business organization or any company put him in the director's office for two weeks don't tell him anything just put him there and say you have unlimited access to this office do you know what he will do number one he's going to steal are you seeing the mindset he will steal because he knows for sure that he's only there for a short time number two he will not clean and arrange the place what can i get so things the mediocre what can i get not what can i give he will sit down watch television drink all the juice in the fridge snap himself take selfies and then try to what can i steal oh there's one carton of water if i take five nobody will know that's a mediocre that's the reason why he will remain where he is in two weeks he would turn that office into his mindset but take a great man to a room that is messy cobwebs everywhere and he sits down his mindset refuses and say no this is not you whoever has your mindset should sweep the room and so he sweeps the room whoever has the mindset should clean the room in five days you come back and see the same room no cobwebs he would have bought a rug to put there as at the time he was deciding he didn't have money but his mindset told him how it will come is the last the most important thing is to plan there is power when you set goals this is a renewed mind a poor man who say i beg this nigeria i don't have any father anywhere and remain there after one year he has not been able to buy a rock something about our understanding is responsible for the way we are
is that true I look at myself and I look at the dimensions God wants to take me and I look at many things I do not know that is responsible for my current level of results and so I continue to search find out if I know what knows, then I will be a billionaire in dollars correct listen respect results don't trivialize results results are not luck especially predictable results predictable result time is a revealer of the accuracy of your convictions when you see a result that is sustained it was based on laws it wasn't based on magic i can dash you one million but you cannot become a millionaire for five years by mistake no sir it's a lie I can lay hands on you temporarily and you can even lay hands on someone in the wheelchair and leave the person. But brothers and sisters, you will not organize crusades for two years non-stop when intrinsically you have not received that grace. The Bible never said the donkey talked forever. He talked for a moment and his mouth was shut. The Bible never said the rod bordered forever. Psalm 78 verse 41. A scripture that has become a national anthem in this place it said but they limited the holy one they limited the holy one they were in the wilderness and they limited him can god make a way can god make a way can god make a way the bible says they limited him as mighty as god is brothers and sisters we can limit him through our understanding we can limit him someone met me one time and said apostle God doesn't want to encourage me to love. I said, what's the meaning of that? He said, I've told God I want to buy a Dick's Bible. I've told God I don't even want clothes for myself. Just spiritual items, messages, anointing oil, all these kind of things. And God, nobody is even help. And I said, show me the paper where you wrote them down. Show me the scripture you, at, you, you put on them. And he said, no, I don't have anything. I said, so if I were God, I would do the same thing. Show me the paper. Where have you gone to the market to find out how much anointing oil is? That's a proof of faith. It's a sign that you know it will come. Faith is conviction and the action you take based on that conviction. Are we together? Yes. Let me tell you how to know people don't walk by faith. They are vague in their expectations. Vagueness is a sign you are not sure the result will come. The Bible says, give us. He told you who to give. Number two, he says, this day, when, what, our daily bread. Give us, this day, our daily bread. Specificity is very important in manifesting faith. So that when the result comes, you are sure that this is what I released my faith for. Is God speaking to us? When you package your physical environment without the requisite mental upgrade and transformation, you have only flattered yourself. It's like throwing your money in a basket because everything will disappear. Please hear me, ladies and gentlemen, especially for we who are young. I know that we live in a society that mounts pressure on a gentleman and a lady to show. Uh -uh, you finished school four years ago till now. You can't even buy a nice jean. And so we go out of our way to try to paint our physical world to look like a reality that we have upgraded ourselves into. And we keep, you notice that you keep rising up 
and falling rising up and falling your physic you try to fake it your mindset brings you back that's what happened to many of our loved ones i've told people why fake something that can be real you don't have to fake it when it can be real brothers and sisters hear me you may be in a small one room right now no carpet no recharge card no nothing you are using a, a simple phone that you don't even know the name there's no name on it you just bought it somewhere don't allow that disturb you if you can take the word of god the beautiful thing about your mind is that it's not limited by time and space continue to upgrade yourself in the name of jesus i may have gary today but i will feed nations and you study the word of god and it's constructing your mind there is he that stirreth and yet increaseth. There is he that withholdeth more than his meat and tends to poverty. Ah, so an attachment for things is why money doesn't come. You write it in the name of Jesus. I have no attachment to things. When God brings them, money is a slave and a servant, never to become a God and a master. I am a giver. And then you study again and God is able to make all grace abound towards you. So that ye having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. So it's God that can make all grace abound. That means I don't need to worry about how the results will happen. It is God's office that allocating how the physical results will manifest. Are we together? You begin to study. You see. The Bible says love never fails. That means if there is anything that is failing in my life. When I add love to it. I can turn the results around. So you construct your mindset. Let me tell you the first thing that will happen to you when your mind begins to transform. Your environment will start fighting you because immediately your friends and your environment, your thinking will start making you act in a physical way that will make them say, what are, are you the only one who is a Christian? What is all these things? We are, we are talking about all of these things. I beg, man must walk. And he said, no, sorry, I don't speak like that again. With all due respect, something is happening to me. He said, eh, you better finish all that grammar and let's come and soak Gary they are trying to pull you back say the devil is a liar say it again and they'll pull you back and say it's true let me go back Jerry this koinonia thing you are just talking like fools even God knows will I lie I'm like that I'm, I'm not and you start complaining and reprogram yourself back to your current state while people are watching football you buy a book 500 naira and you sit down when people are hilariously celebrating birthdays when they don't have any money god just opens a door 10,000 naira and you just say ah my birthday is tomorrow kai will i die like that let me enjoy myself are we together your birthday clothes 8,000 whatever else you buy you cook and the money has finished and you feel good about that day and continue suffering or someone can say this is my birthday i may not be a millionaire overnight but let me make it the last birthday when by this time one year i should at least be able to have options for the food i eat we don't make that decision we don't study what are you doing i'm browsing something what who is that um, somebody he I mean very powerful is a wonderful Christian and he's speaking minded of great people say I beg I want to watch one film it just came out 
am, am I mocking movies? No, please don't, don't misunderstand me. But I'm saying, if you continue to flatter yourself and not commit yourself to personal development, you will never be great. I was talking with a dear friend today and I was telling them, gone are the days where people think ministers are daft people. They are just people who manipulate the minds of people. Ministers are very intelligent people. It takes a lot of intelligence alongside spirituality to be able to communicate thoughts. I was coming with one of the protocol persons and when we were coming, I was asking him what he's doing now and he said he wanted to go into public speaking. And I said, wow. I said, really, everybody is a public speaker. The moment you are a leader in any field, you are a public speaker. Public speaking is all about communicating thoughts. It takes intelligence, it takes psychology, it takes leadership, it takes content. Not just that God sent you and say, go to America, go to um, whatever, and then you go and stand and say, well, the most important thing is the miracle that will happen right now. Don't worry, well, if you like, be sleeping while I'm talking. You will soon suspect you and say you are a herbalist because the foundation upon which the power comes. You see, our incompetence raises the propensity for suspicion. Especially where you know that there is the lavish anointing of God upon your life. You must have both a sound word and intellectual balance so that as you are communicating the word of God, there is a, a synergy with your result. Anybody that listens knows that, no, 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 this person has paid his price. I will be silly believing that he should not be at this level of results. Say in the name of Jesus, I receive grace to pay the price of mental transformation. I buy the truth and I sell it not. Hallelujah. One way we transit mentally is to find out those who are current reflections of our aspirations and then to buy into their thinking and their paradigms here's how the bible puts it it says follow them so not everybody is worthy of being followed it says honor all men but you can't follow all men listen there is this african trado african mentality of loyalty to people ideas and systems that are obsolete and do not have capacity to make you great listen the bible says and david served his generation every generation has a curriculum of understanding you must understand the generation with which you are sent to minister to and be able to construct your mind to understand their needs and how best to communicate it i'm sent to minister to all men but i always tell people that the age range of my influence and my impact is 15 to 50. If you are within the range, age range of 15 to 50, you are within my generation of influence. Now that does not mean people like our daddy and our elderly ones here, I will bless you, but you will be surprised that Bishop Oyedeko and Papa Adeboye will be more useful to them than a young man like me. Is that true? Because they grew with that generation. If you're in ministry here and people tell you are ministering to young people, you better rejoice and don't think it's an embarrassment because that means you'll be ministry for a long time. If you're in ministry and every of your member is at least 60, 65, I have a very sad news for you. You are not going to last because um, those people are at the level of their life where they're interested in legacy. Don't tell them speak well. No, not at that age, my brother. They are writing books and mentoring another generation. 
we laugh at those in children's ministry and say ah you as big as you are those children in 20 years will become leaders now in the world we have young people i foresee times when in the next 10 15 years you will have presidents in their 20s young people whose minds are malleable and flexible the world has grown enough to discern results more than biological age when you have results they allow you look at france has already set the pace now with their prime minister other nations will follow through a time will come when if you are not competent early you will join a queue that will never reach your turn forever i want you to believe what i'm saying it is true it is good that a man bears his yoke in his youth pay the price now pay the price now you may be laughed at now but pay the price are we blessed change your perception change your paradigm don't focus on just starting business as wonderful as that is or getting a job as wonderful as that is pay the price pay the price to build your mind then your job i have said it again and again i'm not necessarily talking about money but you don't make money off business you make money off your understanding you don't become great off the physical things you do you become great off your understanding may the lord cause us to be men and women of great understanding in the name of jesus you've heard me say it again and again that we will all be great but the greater part of the news is that we will all know ourselves you will see it happen yes you will see it happen we may not look like it now the bible says now are we the sons of god it says and it doth not yet appear until you see the quality of children that our generation will produce filled with the holy ghost from age two why because a healthy mindset is the head of that family loving god because you understand the principles that at age 60 you look 30 because both the joy and the peace and the prosperity of the Lord together have constructed and extended your life in quietness and peace that you will be called Beulah and Hephzibah unperturbed by the vicissitudes of life and people ask you how are you doing it you say I can reproduce it again and again it was not luck pray in one minute and say Lord help me Grant me grace to be passionate about transforming my understanding. Stop complaining about the physical results you do not see. Brothers and sisters, that should be the least of your concern. Lord, deliver me from a fake life. Are we praying? Deliver me from a life that tries to show I am there when I am not there. I receive the patience. I receive the patience. I know that I'm not going to become a millionaire overnight. I would not become anointed overnight. I received the patience to carefully build my understanding. Lift your voice and pray. There is an understanding that will make me an exceptional man of God. There is an understanding that will make me an exceptional wife, exceptional husband, exceptional career person, exceptional businessman, an exceptional politician. I focus on mental transformation. I pay attention to look for men and women who are a reflection of my desire. Your future is somebody's experience today. And the Bible instructs that we are transformed by the word of God. But again, by following them who through faith and understanding, allowing our minds to rise above our cultural limitations. 
everything they have told you growing up you will never be great you are poor you are small you are a non-entity you probably have failed again and again in life to a point where you do not believe that there is such a possibility for favor something has told you you will never be a good wife you will never be a good husband it could be friends backgrounds i'd like you to pray and say i cast down every imagination and every thought that exalts itself above the knowledge of christ i bring every thought to the obedience of christ i decree and declare that i am well able ten times better my life has no limitations my only limitation is the voice of the spirit in the name of jesus i am limitless hallelujah listen don't listen to what i'm saying and think i'm just talking nonsense if you don't believe what i'm telling you you fail in life yes you will and you will live an angry and resentful life our society is full of very angry people do you know one of the reasons why people are angry is not because of their challenges it's because of their understanding and their interpretation of it the bible says to rejoice in the lord rejoice in what if you rejoice in your certificate one day it will make you angry the day you are not promoted if you rejoice just in your husband alone your wife alone your child your car your business all those things they fluctuate but it says rejoice in a constant factor called the lord and again i say rejoice and your joy will never have a reason to bend when when you see people happy and making merriment and rejoicing sometimes they say ah these people are lucky if you know what those people are going through half it may kill you but they have made up their minds that their joy is not defined by the things around them they understand that joy is a fetcher in the realm of the spirit you use it to draw from the wells of salvation it's not circumstances that make, the bible says the joy of the lord is your strength meaning when i lose joy i lose strength and satan understands this so he will orchestrate it i thought you said you will enter a relationship by january you even open your mouth and told people now it's november oh, my sister and you just say, hi, how about God? There are many men in Koinonia now. Won't they see me? You are already responding to it. But the joy of the Lord. Oh, Lord, I give you praise. I thank you. Where is the God that brought the servant of Isaac to come and meet Rebekah? That same God will connect me. Lord, I give you praise. Before the arrival of the man, I continue working on myself to become a woman of virtue. That the day that gentleman sees me, he will never be able to sleep again. Good preparation what do you do while waiting for your miracle among many things praise and prepare mm. praise and prepare is god blessing us yes you will never and i say it with all humility you'll never see me putting my hand on my chin and say hi life you say why now I say, nigeria you not seeing what is happening I choose to be joyful I choose to make merry in my world there is absolute peace the world you talk about is the one your mindset created oh in my world there is peace and love and joy apostle you see what is going on in this country I know but I know that there is a God in heaven he was not dethroned he's alive hallelujah he's alive 
apostle are you hearing that terrorists are entering churches and bombing everywhere oh i understand that as the mountains surround jerusalem there is a construction i am happy joy is a defense you plant fear and plant hatred and before you know it what you used to believe you now stop it and throw it away no be joyful prophesy to your neighbor say be joyful say to another remain joyful amen yes when two people are fighting the first thing that disappears is laughter so when you cannot laugh and you are happy before god something is wrong oh god i'm here again Abba, you say better come and answer me what is all this thing i'm saying is it that you are not seeing my own prayer request or is it that apostle's hand is not touching my own what is all this i keep writing this thing and when you, the devil say, please continue i i beg you continue you frustrate satan when you look at your challenges and rejoice before them he says what then do i do it's a sign you are not living in the flesh are we together you get up in the morning and there's no food and you can have a sarcastic roommate or neighbor who says pastor gary has finished though they say it with sarcasm are, are you do you have people like that around your life yes they'll say to me please prosperity confessor gary has finished there is soup but no gary i tell god there is already soup just help us with gary they try to mock you but do you know mockery is a mystery every time listen every time men are mocking you it's a sign something has left heaven and satan is trying to use men to stop it read your bible every time they mocked men when the mockery was at the apex the result was almost arriving when we started out in ministry many people mocked and said nonsense and said all kinds of things and the lord told me just continue to rejoice and celebrate and hallelujah look what he's done and will continue to do by his grace make up your mind that you are going to be a happy person make up your mind from today's teaching that you will be joyful apostle nine o'clock my rent must be paid my brother anger will not pay rent your your annoyance will not even add to it so you better be happy because even physically it can make some what is making you joyful like this and you say i'm smiling in the midst of the storm i say storm what storm and the person comes in tell your loved ones to be happy our generation of young people are becoming unnecessarily old because of stress you see somebody 20 years old they tell you he has bp sir what are you thinking about saying my life i'm 20 i'm not in a relationship like, ah, are you joking what in the world is this what's what's wrong with you listen to our character building series work on your mind what did you watch which movies have you been watching that have raped away your patience but when you see somebody rejoicing always happy you come back from koinonia i'm happy Somebody is grumbling in the car. You just say, well, God bless you. You arrive home, you are happy. What will we eat? Well, there may not be food. And truly, sometimes it can be painful. But Lord, I give you all the praise. How long will I keep dancing? For as long as the answer comes. Let me tell you, waiting for miracles is like getting pregnant. I will never have the privilege of having that experience. But one thing I know is that I've been in the hospital many times to see the joy of giving birth to a child. For as soon as you travel, travel in joy, brothers and sisters the god who promised you will bring it to pass oh yes i have seen men celebrate the victory 
of trusting God. I will hold on. If I perish, I perish. If God said it, I believe him. Is there anything too hard for me to do? I am that I am. Is there anything too hard for me to do? I am that I am. God is speaking to you. Is there anything too hard for me to do? I am that I am. Listen, brothers and sisters, hear me encourage you tonight. Be patient with God. Be patient. Be patient with God. It didn't take you one day to build that understanding. Just continue with God. Apostle, it's been three years I've been coming for Koinonia. I can't even pay my transport. Don't worry. The word of God is working. The day the miracle will come, not even your prayer will stop it. God says it's too late. When your mindset has built it, no. A day will come. In one month, you will see cars in Koinonia. You'll be like, oh, it's a season. It's not a season. The, if the car is being given to you now your colleagues are saying my brother won't you buy a car don't worry don't go and kill yourself trying to get loan anywhere just calm down leave the issue of loan and stay with God take your Okada with honor and give God praise the day to come it will come in a grand style I assure you You have only two shirts. I've noticed this is the only thing you wear. Well, I'm not ashamed of it. At least I'm not a thief. I will iron the shirt. It's faded. But I thank God you are seeing it now. I was looking at some of my photos today. So not even very... I looked at some of them and I said, Ah! God, you are faithful. What are we saying? You are so faithful. Listen. Let me give many of you a message of hope. At your level, I was worse than how you look now. So you better encourage yourself and say, if I'm at this level and I'm already smiling like this, it means when I get to a level higher than where I am, is joy unspeakable and full of glory. Number four. What's the third price? Is the price of being skillful write it down the price of being valuable the price of being skillful Proverbs chapter 18 verse 16 it's become an anthem in koinonia the gift of a man and I add the gift of a man that's been identified developed and added to with excellence take note not just the gift of a man the raw material potential gift no sir it won't bring you before great men the gift of a man an ability a potential identified developed are we together now and then alongside excellence when you serve your gift with excellence the bible says it will make room hallelujah and will bring you before great men nobody celebrates potential we recognize potential but we celebrate potential that has been developed the world we live in rewards value you must be able to rise to a point where you provide value that is needed and useful 
not value that you know your value must be needed and useful the kingdom of god is built upon a reward system listen carefully the kingdom of god is built upon a reward system money being only one of the rewards ease is a reward for being valuable are we together now very important proverbs chapter 13 verse 15 it says good understanding procures favor good understanding gives favor good understanding is like a pregnant woman when she gives birth the name of her child is favor it says but the way of the transgressor a transgressor is not a sinner the way of a transgressor is hard hardship has a formula you can predict it good understanding giveth favor but the way of transgressors is what you must be skillful nobody stays close to me and refuses to be skillful you must be skillful we train the leaders in this ministry to be skillful the workers everybody you must be skillful oh i can sing wonderful but will don muen call you because of your voice have you worked upon yourself what do you know about singing the truth is that many of us at least to an appreciable level we have discovered areas here and there in our lives but the challenge for many of us is the mental and physical inertia that laziness to develop ourselves to a point where we get to a point of unconscious competence everybody shout it after me say competence say it again competence let me tell you something i've learned about competence competence defies age gender tribal and racial um, differences and, and all of and sentiments I have seen people rewarded regardless of where they came from I've seen people rewarded and blessed different fields listen anything you are doing if you do not plan to be a leader in that field don't do it are we together I will never commit my energy to anything that I will not be a leader in whether it is ministry whether it is business you may start small but your the those who are rewarded in any field are the leaders of the field In the academia the professor collects the highest salary why because he has been able to upgrade his mind and access value to that point where he deserves it you may be a student or a lecturer or a staff or a worker but if you have not risen to that level of competence you may never have the privilege of access make up your mind that I will be competent say it I will be competent say it again I must be competent the law of value your value when developed decide who pursues you your value when developed decides who pursues you Mike Mudok teaches that your a problem is an invitation for a reward. A problem is an invitation for a reward. Until there is a problem that you can solve, I teach our school of ministry students that you are unnecessary. Herein lies the mystery of people ignoring you. When you are not valuable, you will not be a friend to anybody. 
write this down discover and develop problem solving skills discover and develop problem solving skills be a master at providing solutions and you will never be ignored be a master at providing solutions and you will never be ignored be a master brothers and sisters what we do that you call ministry is solving problems you know I've said it again and again many people get angry when men of God are blessed because many people carry they propose that understanding that men of God are lazy people who just receive free money from people they believe that men of God eat the church tithe and offerings and they buy cars and buy houses it may be true for some but it's not so for most men of God become blessed because they are offering value that the value is spiritual in context now I am teaching you is that true I'm reshaping your mind I'm adding value to you the system of the kingdom is every time you dispense value whether you sell it or give it free you are authorized to be rewarded are we together now you only have a problem with a man who you see blessings in his life whether financial and otherwise and you cannot see the value equivalent so when I look at a billionaire like Bill Gates I see the value equivalent that's why we don't harass him if I look at a criminal who is not offering any value yet his bank account is fat then I know that the equation does not balance before you ever criticize a blessed man examine the value now you may not have risen to a level of perception where you think what is doing is valuable enough to bring reward but it still does not matter everybody say I will be valuable say it again I will be valuable I will be skillful become a master at something koinonia and wave poverty goodbye become a master at something if I ask you what are you a master at and you cannot tell me in one word at best you will wallow around the realm of mediocrity and never rise up to be something the concept of being multi-talented is good but those who are masters in life are known for something there must be a skill that sets you out then other skills are auxiliary supporting skills that lift you are we together now I'm not only a man of God and many other things but most people know me as a man of God and they may think that's all I am and that's all that I do there are many other aspects to my life but there is always a skill that opens the door that skill that brings you to the table of greatness then you leverage upon that and other gifts and talents are now supporting is that true yes you must be valuable now the oil in Nigeria and Africa is having a lot of problem fluctuations here and there and you can see that the whole nation is moving down that's a sign that we were never offering real value are we together if we we're offering real value the depleting of the oil prices should not affect our GDP necessarily because there should be skilled labor there should be captains of industry and people who are skilled because we are largely depending on oil there is very little reward this uh, our society pays very very little reward on meritocracy the people the those who deserve things are not rewarded 
but in certain parts of the world when you are content even if they hate you that reward for sure will come to you in the name of Jesus Christ I pray for you may you be valuable being valuable will drive shame out of your life I tell you this being valuable the Bible says study to show yourself approved it says a workman that needed not to be ashamed there is a relationship between ignorance and shame are we together there is a relationship there is a correlation between ignorance and shame those who are angry insulting every blessed person insulting those who are making things happen in society are those who have not paid the price to identify their giftings their ability their skill their talent and to invest time resources and humility to build themselves to a point where they become leaders of their field i've made up my mind that in everything i'm involved in i will be flawlessly competent it's a commitment i've made to myself and I pray that you make that commitment tonight. Never settle. The enemy of your next level is the success of your last level. Be careful. Failure does not make people fail. It stimulates them to go high. But the moment you begin to achieve results, there is a chance that you will be complacent. I will be valuable. Become a master solution provider. There is no mystery about wealth. It's not a miracle. It's not magic. It's a system, a reward system of the kingdom. Remember that I said your value on its own cannot bless you. It must be developed. Everybody say developed. There is a season of refining your value. One gentleman sent me a text in the course of the week and said apostle i'm starting ministry i don't know exactly what to do but i believe that as i start i think i hope i'm getting what he said correctly i'm starting and i know that god will bless me just speak a word i said no sir it's not a word that moves ministry a word is over you then principles guide you as you walk obviously that gentleman will not last one month he will be angry at the neighboring churches and be angry at members who come and go and not know why they are going you hear people complain why will you come to my church and receive miracles and go away and they think the solution is just prayer man of god change my story yes god can change your story but the men of god or the men that come to your church are human beings they respond to value by the time you continue to give people informations that are needed and useful and they watch their lives transform the bible says he makes me lie down in green pastures you cannot make them lie down but you can make the pastures green then they will come and lie down they never visit green pastures when it is truly green they lie down information that is spiritual information that is transforming information that is needed and useful well researched and intelligently communicated backed up by the anointing of the spirit that's the kind of information that stays in today's world and in today's church any other information outside this let me tell something with members members are very funny they can say ah you know you say something that is complete rubbish and somebody stands up and says my god and while they are doing that you are so impressed with yourself and next sunday he never comes again members for you are we learning how was my preaching today ah, 
I mean, I can't even start him. It was, it was, it was strange. And instead of the man of God to be honest enough to admit that guy and try and go back and trust God to help, he said, "You mean it? I mean, that's that's he says, sir. This message is a, is a bestseller." And then the mem the person does not come. The moment somebody opens a church near you, in a heartbeat, they will leave you because they were never loyal to you. They are loyal to themselves and their commitment to their transformation. And if you lose relevance and you cannot be a strategic contributor to their growth, spiritually and otherwise, then there's no reason why they listen to you. I've committed myself that nobody listens to me and just says this person, well, well just a daft. No, 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 no. It takes a lot of study. It takes a lot of labor, research, commitment. I'm committed to doing it. This is the key. To remaining relevant are we together you must be skillful write this scripture down we're not turning for time's sake genesis 41 um okay let's just look at two verses genesis 41 the whole scripture is from verse 14 to 46 that's the whole context from verse 14 to 46 but please give us 14 and 31 this was joseph now the bible says then pharaoh sent and called joseph and they brought him hastily out of the dungeon and he shaved himself and changed his raiment and came in unto pharaoh are we together now he began to interpret pharaoh's dream and then to prefer a solution and in verse 33 now therefore let pharaoh look out for a man look at a politician after he finishes marketing himself he said pharaoh it's not like i'm saying i want to be the one but you since you are smart who has committed himself to being that valuable look for a man who is discreet and wise and when you find such a man when you find such a man do what he sees he programmed his own promotion when you find that man this is the level of result that should be given to that man set him over the land of egypt and pharaoh said unto joseph for as much as god has shown you this there is none so discreet and wise everybody say mastery it's leadership this is called leadership pace setting trailblazing that no this is not competition this is the reward that comes when you labor and stand out. Competition is in the realm of mediocres. You never see planes clashing in the air because there's enough space. It's cars that move around and have traffic for a very long time. You seldom see traffic in the air. There is space for champions. Hallelujah. Say I'm one of them. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, for as much as God has showed you this, there is none so discreet and wise. Let's continue reading. Um, thou shalt immediately be over my house and according to thy word shall all my people be ruled only in the throne will i be greater than you go ahead and pharaoh said unto joseph see i have i have said thee this day over all the land of egypt did he ask him what tribe did he ask him are you a jew or you are this you have solved my problem you have reward and pharaoh took off his ring the ring in his hand and put it upon joseph's hand and arrayed him in vestures of fine linen and put a gold chain about his neck go ahead he made him to ride in the second chariot which he had and they cried before him bow the knee and he made him ruler over the land of egypt let's see something interesting that happened now and pharaoh said unto joseph i am pharaoh and without thee shall no man 
authority through competence shall no man lift his hand or foot in the land of Egypt let's finish it two more verses and Pharaoh called Joseph's name but whatever that is that's a very long name there and he gave him to wife Asena free wife getting a wife becomes easy when you are valuable this is the revelation God is giving us yes you can clap getting a wife becomes almost effortless when you are valuable God programmed that way not everybody will produce the same result but there must be a token a token a sign that you are going somewhere and Joseph went over the land of Egypt the last verse how old was he and Joseph was what this is somebody's lifetime achievement he did it at age 30 if you got born again at 30 you are behind time I teach on the graph of life you can get my message that's a sign that you need to catch up and when he stood before Pharaoh king of Egypt and he stood before Pharaoh king of Egypt and Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went throughout the land of Egypt your competence can give God space to lift you your competence can give God space to lift you make up your mind to be valuable pray in one minute before we talk about the last point and then we'll pray father in the name of Jesus I receive grace to be skillful lift your voice and pray plant in me a resentment for mediocrity plant in me a resentment for average being a local champion being satisfied by little results being celebrated by mediocres competing myself with people who are not even doing anything I receive grace are you praying in the name of Jesus I declare I decree and I declare go ahead and pray Lord I will rise in business I set myself to become a leader in that field in the mighty name of Jesus in my career I will rise to a managerial level I will not stop till I reach the apex I will not celebrate the mediocrity that has come with my background if you're a northern and pray hard pray twice in the name of Jesus the mediocrity that comes with my territory I, I declare that I break through it if I need to take certifications I set myself to personal development if I need to upgrade myself in knowledge I receive grace if I need seminars and training I receive grace if I need to submit myself consciously for mentorship I receive grace grace to follow those who through faith and patience I will not waste my day again I will turn my laptop to a university I will turn my Android device to a university I take advantage of the information on the internet in ministry in business I find out the leaders in my field and I press to know what they know hallelujah let me tell you how to know you are becoming a leader when somebody is following you if there is nobody following you to learn from you you are not a leader you claim you are a businessman show me those who you have raised because wisdom is justified by her children most people who follow you are people you have mentored unconsciously you were minding your business producing results and your result became too obvious to be ignored the book of Mark says all men seek for thee please if you truly are part of this ministry resent mediocrity are we together resent mediocrity 
doesn't matter whether you graduated with a pass up, graduated with whatever, you can re-engineer yourself, re-educate yourself. Then you will change your finances. Then you will change that talk, that, that, that statements they always make. They will continue to jeer at you and say, Saul killed 1,000. David killed 10,000. Competition will never leave the habitation of mediocres. There is a realm you must rise to. Repeated mistakes are a sign that you are in ignorance. Before you take out any physical step again, go for knowledge. Number four, pray in the spirit for one minute. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The word is changing me. I receive grace. Hallelujah. The fourth prize, and we'll be done for today. Please, I want to have everybody's attention because what I'm about to teach you is a very big secret. Most of you may think you know it, but I want you to listen to me with your spirit, listen with your heart. The price of building quality relationships is the fourth price you must pay if you want to establish extraordinary results in your life. The price of building quality relationships. Relationships are advantageous connections. Connections. Relationships are advantageous connections. The easiest way to be wealthy and to be blessed in life is through relationships. I've taught you this. I'm repeating it so that you will understand. The easiest way to be blessed in life, brothers and sisters, is through relationship. Relationships are powerful. Relationships are irrefutable. There is no champion without quality relationships. Relationships are currencies. They can buy anything money can buy. Anything money can buy, relationships can buy it. The only reason why money is useful is because there is a human being at the other end to collect it. That human being can choose to say my relationship has paid for it. I've said it again. If you use money to pay for everything in life, you are not working in wisdom. Now, money is only one of many currencies. Relationship being the highest at the cadre. Second only to godliness and your spiritual connection. Let me tell you something. Of all the currencies that men used to purchase results in life, physical money, notes, currencies is the least of them. There are seven currencies. I hope that by God's grace, I'll teach it next year. Seven currencies we use to purchase results in life. Everything in life is bought. It's just that money is not the only currency. Relationship is a priceless currency. Higher than gold. Higher than the dollar. Lend this. God called Abraham alone. And Lot, who was related, went with him. That was the only thing Lot did. And he became stupendously wealthy. Relationships can determine the next course of your results. And lack of it can keep you stagnated almost for a lifetime. Please, I want you to learn this. The presence of a quality relationship in your life can define the next level of your success. Lack of it can stagnate you sometimes even for a lifetime. 
you are one quality relationship underline quality you are one quality relationship away from your next level of results believe me on this you are one quality relationship away from the next level of your results you know all of this already my emphasis is not just to talk about the relationships but to be able to guide us on principles i've noticed believers know very little about relationships this is why many of us have been grounded although skilled a few scriptures four of them one amos chapter 3 verse 3 please write it down the bible says can two walk together except they be agreed modern day interpretation two cannot work together unless they be compatible there must be similarity in their paradigms and understanding two people cannot become friends when there is a large difference in their perspectives there must be similarity you must believe similar things about god about life about money about family it qualifies you to be friends second scripture very very touching scripture proverbs chapter 18 and verse 24 proverbs chapter 18 and 24 it tells us that he who desires friends you must sow that seed proverbs 18 and verse 24 lets us know that relationship is a harvest meaning that until you sow that seed there is no harvest of relationship it says a man that hath friends must first show himself what friendly and trying to show yourself friendly will require you for bearing and even sticking closer than a brother most of us want the harvest of friendship and relationships and we never sow the seeds you don't go to a farm at around this time waiting to harvest when you did not plant relationships are harvests we must sow the seeds Proverbs chapter 13 verse 20 Proverbs chapter 13 verse 20 read with me one to read he that walketh with the wise shall do what but a friend of foolish friends what will he get it didn't say foolish people don't have a future that's not what the bible is saying the bible says you are a product of your environment he that walks with the wise shall himself be wise but a companion of fools shall be destroyed please write this down everyone relationships do not maintain themselves relationships do not maintain themselves it takes commitment on the part of all the parties involved to maintain relationships relationships do not maintain themselves this is a fallacy that many of us must be delivered from relationships do not maintain themselves it takes commitment on the part of all not some all the parties involved to maintain relationships please listen to this and you will be surprised that you will multiply your success relationships do not maintain themselves apostle people don't like me show me the seeds you are sowing the seeds of friendship are we together now apostle nobody wants to walk this koinonia people serve they say greet one another they don't even greet me 
how to maintain relationships this is the crux of the teaching how to maintain relationships i want to give you seven keys every one of us make sure you learn these keys if you truly learn these keys i give you a guarantee those outside is dark but make sure you're writing those online connecting everywhere i want to show you the reason why your favor might be delayed number one the first key to maintaining relationships is avoid competitive jealousy write it down key number one you cannot sustain quality relationships until you are ready to avoid like a cancer competitive jealousy we're going to read all the scriptures every scripture and give you we're going to read it. so media please help us on that wise i'll give you a number of scriptures proverbs 14 verse 30 quickly please then we'll look at 27 verse 4 proverbs 14 and verse 30 the bible says a sound heart is the life of the flesh are we together read the b part it says but envy or jealousy is what rottenness it has a a disease effect to your bones let me tell you something competitive jealousy destroys you jealousy is like a wound competitive jealousy destroys you believers are very very competitive people jealous people you bought this car i buy it too you bought this suit i buy it too if, if you know i'm not just saying it for koinonia alone but this is something i've observed this is one of the reasons why many believers worldwide especially in the african continent we are obsessed with the passion to prove points and so we do not have the patience to allow time and preparation to come to fruition men of god compete with themselves and all kinds of things there there are healthy dimensions of competition when you're speaking from a business perspective and you can challenge yourself and spoil yourself to excellence but the church has a plague competitive jealousy members koinonia is quiet thank you jesus because that that means that the holy spirit is pounding on this is exactly how result i love you too much and i must teach you this Proverbs 27 verse 4. Many of us fall sick being envious of people. Listen. Very, very powerful description. Look up please. It says wrath is cruel. That means it's not good. Don't do it. Anger is outrageous. But compared, you know, in comparison, who is able to stand before envy? In other words, envy is worse than anger. wrath is cruel anger is outrageous but who is able to stand before envy envious people never get results in their lives they live their lives in bitterness and pain could this be why many of us do not maintain valuable relationships last scripture proverbs 14 verse 30 okay we already have that we read it already proverbs 27 verse 4 we'll just leave those two avoid competitive jealousy say in the name of jesus i receive grace to be patient until the word of god manifests in my life i reject jealousy i cast away jealousy from my life lift your voice and pray in one minute
it will sting your ego but brothers and sisters this is God speaking pray the spirit of competitive jealousy I take it away from my life please pray envious of my workers at work envious of my business contemporaries no envy is sin it's not just bad it is sin sin against yourself you depress yourself there are many people that don't sleep in the night this lady was my junior in school she's now married and i'm not married you are envious this person i was the person that that trained this person he's now a millionaire i'm no longer i'm a pastor this is my son it's all those jealousy and envy kill it now lift your voice and pray in the name of jesus i come against it satan you will not destroy my propensity to quality relationships competitive jealousy god bless you number two very quickly what is the second key to maintaining relationships i was surprised when i was studying this i found out that a, a research was done and it was it was told that one of the top three reasons why relationships do not last is because of evil speaking backbiting and gossip so the second point is avoid gossip backbiting and evil speaking the bible calls it ill speaking statistically you can go and check it the top reasons why relationships break give us titus chapter 3 verse 2 please and then proverbs chapter 6 will read from verse 16 to 19 avoid gossip backbiting speaking evil unfortunately and with all due respect to the body of christ for some reason the church in nigeria i don't know if it's because of our african background we are experts at gossip experts at backbiting experts at speaking evil to speak evil of no man are we there to be no brawlers but gentle showing all meekness unto all men to speak evil of no man it is amazing how there is an appetite in people to talk ill and evil of people there are believers that come to church only to come and find out what is wrong are we together you speak evil of people we speak evil of our parents we speak evil of leaders pastors business people we speak evil of our government we speak evil of anybody if it is not you every other person has a problem you'll never maintain good relationships like that and you will lose out on opportunities for cheap victory is God speaking to us avoid gossip gossip is a great sign of weakness gossip is a sign of mediocrity it's a sign of lack of confidence in yourself it's a spirit i'm sorry to say it and please don't be offended most of us the homes where we grew up from that's the norm that's where we got this mindset everybody talks about everybody gossip backbiting speaking evil proverbs chapter 6 from verse 16 to 19 proverbs chapter 6 just write it and look up i'll read it 
any six things does the Lord hate so God hates it these six things does the Lord hate seven are an abomination unto him we're reading to 19 number one a proud look number two a lying tongue number three hands that shed innocent blood number four a heart that devised wicked imagination there is such a heart feet that be swift in running into mischief 19 a false witness that speaketh lies and the last of them is what he that soweth discord it didn't say among men among who you find them in every church and every ministry experts are joining the heads of nice people together hey jimmy i i wouldn't have told you but I've, I've, do you know have you noticed that every time koinonia comes there's a way pastor alpha looks at you <laughs> i will just you about it later it's devilish it's devilish it's devilish you are sowing seeds of discord there are many people who were happy friends until a wrong information came in between them there are husbands and wives that live in hatred because a third party was introduced adam and eve were living in harmony until there is a third voice you must be careful third voices ruin quality relationships how many of you god wanted to lift you until somebody came in with a report and say sorry how many ladies would have been married now but someone who sows seeds of discord sorry i i overheard somewhere that you like this lady are you are you blind i just came to advise you are you blind this lady that has lived like this, she was my neighbor growing up. So it's, it's something I know. Is that how you hate your destiny? And the brother goes back. Be careful because when we pray during miracle services, we pray very wild prayers and tell God to bulldoze any and everything standing on the way of people's progress. And you must be careful that that's not you. Because the prayer will be answered anyway. Are we together? He that soweth discord. Do you know that gossip can be habitual? Meaning even if there is nothing to say, because you have trained your mind, you will always, you just see somebody pass and say, ah, let me tell you something. I didn't plan to talk, but no. Don't laugh. Almost everybody is guilty of this. So when it's time to pray, will cry before God first for yourself and say Lord I'm guilty I am very very guilty are we together yes. worship team standing to worship I you see how this guy is standing that, that's the guy I'm telling you hey you don't know that guy I saw him around that area yesterday he likes it lady he likes it what is your business for heaven's sake what is your business are we together yeah what is your business backbiting ill-spoken words you just hear that somebody is rising you say who who is rising no i need to do something about it don't become like that ill-spoken words the appetite you see every time you talk bad about people i want you to remember that you are destroying god's creation you must stop it you put yourself in the shoe of the ones you are destroying when you tear down people and destroy them how many people tear down men of god you don't think about their churches what happens to their members while you are destroying them 
what happens when you are talking ill of a pastor what happens when you are tearing him down what happens when you are insulting the pastor's wife think of what happens to her reputation it affects her leadership where experts are doing it it's a habit that I trust that God will break from us because many of us this is what drives friends from us come pastor Alpha God brings your destiny helper he holds your hand in two weeks in two weeks everybody knows everything about you ah I came to apostle's house I saw him counting dollars don't, don't mind that quietness oh apostle is rich you think it's an information you are giving and God is saying you see this person you are not a candidate for my help carry your trouble and go away and say ah but God is going to help me no we have destroyed our lives destroyed opportunities how many people would have gotten jobs if they knew how to keep quiet do you know some people so gossip that they gossip even about themselves they have it's an obsession if there is nothing to talk about you can even be the person to act the drama yourself I beat my wife I just want you to know honestly and you see listen the thing about gossip and ill speaking please listen this is a lesson for all of us to learn the thing about gossip is it is like lost whoever is the object there is the one you will tell the information to including a child imagine me now coming to talk assuming pastor alpha has a child that is grown but because there is an appetite you are walking in a house and you are now talking kite boy this is your father now you are poisoning the mind of the child what do you think happens now are we together we must repent from the spirit of backbiting and gossip romans chapter 16 verse 17 please give it to us quickly gossip terrible backbiting terrible now i beseech you brethren mark them which cause division and offense is contrary to the doctrine that we have learned do what to them what is the scriptural remedy avoid them avoid them listen hold on let me teach you something be careful when you partner with gossip because very soon the person gossiping will need favor from the one he's talking about and you will be the scapegoat to use and secure that favor a typical example is workers people who work in their profession your boss your superior they come and meet you and say this is our boss said so 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 and so and they gossip when promotion comes what do you think happens you say hey, boss i i just came to appreciate you and to confess something sir let me be honest i've been talking about you you see he has bailed himself abby but sir this is even the milder part of the story the worst one is i'm about to tell you someone else who joined me because he's looking for promotion and all of a sudden a boss that says see me by three o'clock you come back and say pack up your bags because next week you are leaving this company why sir please leave my office seed of discord gossip is cancerous backbiting 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 you must avoid it like a cancer number three the third way to maintain relationships avoid offense 
avoid offense what is offense the ease with which you get irritated angry and resentful is called offense offense is a measure of the ease your ease of volatility there are people who get offended you can just look at them and, uh, it's like this your cloth did you iron it well and they say you are insulting my pedigree what no 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 no. there are people who are volatile the ease with which you get irritated angry and resentful is called offense first corinthians chapter 13 verse 5 first corinthians chapter 13 verse 5 talking about love now it says love does not behave itself unseemingly seeketh not her own is not easily provoked or anger if you are truly walking in love i don't care what your background is you will not be easily angered there are people who get angry very easily very easily bros how now you say me i'm 10 years older than you i am please don't think that because me on a very good day won't you be saying morning easily offended you see offense is a product of judging things from the lens of your own perception of yourself when you judge things from a faulty perception things will be interpreted from the lens of your own limitation offense refuse to be offended refuse to be offended there will be occasion for offense in every relationship from a marriage relationship a business relationship ministerial relationship you must make up your mind as a choice that the blessings that i seek to receive from the relationships god is bringing in my life is greater than any offense offense destroys because you see when you are offended one of the many ways you act is speech and every time you speak with a heart of offense usually the Holy Spirit is not in charge of that conversation. You will talk in the flesh. You can make it means that you cannot withdraw again. Many people have lost precious relationships because if they were a little temperous, they would have regained it. Many people have lost business opportunities because of that. Offense is an advice. It's an encouragement. The Bible says one of the signs that characterize the end of days is that many shall be offended let me tell you you are not a true human being if you wake up and in 24 hours there is no reason for offense especially if you are a leader people do things that should get me offended every day i do things that should get people offended every day an example is what i'm teaching now are we together now there are things that get people offended you must make up your mind that I will not be offended. How many men of God get offended and they can preach? They get offended at home. They come and climb the stage and you know that that preaching is a lashing down of something that happened between them and their wives and their children. The kind of examples they are giving are not relevant to any other member unless their family. So you know that this is a, this guy is just talking to his wife or the neighbor or the worker using the pulpit offense makes you small offense makes you cheap offense reduces your worth let me tell you something about offense most of those who offend you or they know they offended you the goal is that their joy is in your reaction 
most of those who offend offend intentionally but when you grow above it you demonstrate that you are living at a higher level of living after this service now on your way home an angry driver an angry man something will happen that will offend you or you must make up your mind and say satan you're a liar i already see your hand i will not be offended say in the name of jesus i reject offense is god speaking to us number four how do we maintain relationships practice forgiveness practice forgiveness mark chapter 11 verse 25 then ephesians 4 32 please give it to us mark 11 25 practice forgiveness i don't know one relationship including the one of you and god that can thrive without forgiveness it's not god you are forgiving god is forgiving you all the time because there are people who really are angry with god okay i forgive you god let's get back into the relationship and when ye stand praying most prayer warriors miss this let me tell you why there is hardship in people's prayer lives it's not all about demons and when ye stand praying what is the rule forgive comma if ye have ought against any that your father in heaven may forgive you your trespasses it's amazing how we pile up people in our hearts some of us have physical books physical books like police reports where you write this sister jane embarrassment sam laughing at me pastor alpha shouted at me the other day while he was preaching and you write everything protocol department <laughs> their own star 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 they offended me ushers i was falling before everybody and they were watching me i injured myself and you write it down then you leave everything and say father don't you know that i'm human and god says really it's like a small child that begs you for something then you give him and say give back and he refuses that's exactly what we do you can never live in this life without forgiveness what is forgiveness forgiveness is giving forgiveness is giving it is giving pardon and mercy forgiveness a disposition where you are ready to let go even before the offense happens forgiveness forgiveness is a, is a dimension of giving if you are not a forgiver you are not a giver not forgiving is one way of manifesting greed it's not just refusing seed forgiveness but let me balance very quickly you don't forgive just to make peace forgiving to make peace is one of the benefits of forgiveness but the primary purpose of forgiveness is to release yourself so you can move forward because there are times the people you forgive are still not ready to receive it let me be very honest and let me balance forgiveness is only useful when there is repentance a willingness to turn away forgiveness is useless to the person you are forgiving if there is no repentance it is useful to you let me show you what offense does um can i use someone sam please come watch this this is what offense does i want to move forward but i think sam is standing my way and so i'm trying to push him will i move forward holding him i'm trying to hold sam i can't move forward myself 
this is what forgiveness is he can be there not even deserving it but i release him so that i can move forward i can leave him and his trouble there if he accepts that he is wrong and turns then we make peace and we can work together if he refuses i still forgive so that i can move forward let me tell you the most wounded in the refusal to forgive is the offender or the offended the person who was offended is the one who is most wounded it is painful that the person who even offended you is not even aware and plans to do it again because it was a product of mindset so your assignment is to have a disposition where you forgive as a leader people will offend you every day people will do wrong things every day you must forgive hallelujah everybody say I receive grace to forgive say I let go everyone I'm holding in my hands holding people hold them in your heart I will never forgive my mother except I may have said my own and you can never receive blessing I will never forgive my father for what my father has done if I have a knife, I will kill him by myself and say, Daddy, die. I'm the one killing you. I will never forgive that person who raped me when I was four years old. I will never forgive that, uh, what they call it now, that brother. He went out with me and broke and scattered my heart. Please forgive so that you can move forward. Forgive so that you can move forward. Turn it into prayer in one minute. Lord, I'm tired of holding people. I release right now I let go that boss in the name of Jesus I release my husband I release my wife I release my co-worker I release my business partner I release the man of God I release my head of department I release my escorts I release the members in my department I release Joshua Selman make sure you pray I release everyone who has offended me because I want to move forward I want to move forward practice forgiveness hallelujah it says and be ye kind one to another tender-hearted forgiving one another even as God for Christ's sake forgave us very quickly Ephesians chapter 4 verse 32 okay Ephesians 4 verse 32 is there and then give us Luke chapter 6 verse 37 Luke 6 37 let's hurry up Luke 6 37 Luke chapter 6 verse 37 it says judge not and ye shall not be judged in other words every time you judge people you are scheduling seasons for yourself condemn not and ye shall not be condemned forgive and ye shall be forgiven make sure you practice this make sure you practice this number five very quickly how do I mean quality relationships be tolerant be tolerant forgiveness is different from tolerance forgiveness is somebody's shortcomings that he hopefully will adjust from it tolerance is somebody's personality or a default belief system that may not change you have to incorporate it as part of that person's living there are people I wish I would tell you everybody around you will change there are people who will not change so you switch from forgiveness to tolerance you accommodate that limitation in their life factor it and build a system around it is God speaking to us yes I have many friends 
all kinds of friends and just like me they are very funny people everybody has all kinds of attributes the same way i am to them too but it takes tolerance there are some things in me unfortunately may not change tolerance you don't you clean i like everybody around me to talk but say i don't talk you don't need forgiveness what do you need tolerance. or you you talk too much i just ask you a question where is where is uh, my trouser he said uh, the other one i didn't ask you about what happened where is my trouser please tolerance your destiny helper may be a talkative if you are tolerant to the talkativeness then you receive the breakthrough everybody in your life cannot be you and cannot be like you if everybody was like me the world would be a terrible place you would think the world would be a nice place no you don't want to know some of the boring aspects of my life this world will be a sad place <laughs> You will only be studying and reading and sleeping. What a world. I am so happy for people who are not me. They add flavor. I benefit from the joy of them not being me. You must have a high degree of tolerance. Colossians chapter 3. Please help us. 12 and 13. Colossians chapter 3. It's called forbearance. You must tolerate people. Put on therefore as the elect of God. Holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering. 13. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave, so also do ye. Forbearing one another. You have business partners, you need forbearance. Are we together? You are in your office working, you need forbearance. In a ministry like this, you need forbearance everybody cannot be you brothers and sisters learn this oh god change them wonderful prayer but they have their wills if they don't change does that mean you will not move forward tolerance number six the sixth principle for maintaining quality relationships is that you must be a contributor to the growth of the other party or the parties involved you maintain relationships by being valuable to the relationship you must be a contributor there are parasitic relationships relationships are meant for mutual benefit maybe not equally mutual in, in terms of degree of contribution i cannot be your friend and be at a high level with you when you are not contributing anything in my life no Ejimi is my friend he contributes greatly in my life i contribute greatly in his life so there is a basis for continuity are we together now if you are not valuable to a relationship that relationship's lifespan is very small it will never please hear this this is true for marriage it is true for business it is true for ministry there are many people who complain and say joshua selman doesn't want to be my friend doesn't want to be this and i said no no i want to be your friend it's just that i am passionate about value be a contributor money is not the only thing to contribute love kindness godliness are we together now there are so many things to bring into a relationship not everybody's looking for money in a relationship there are people who have conquered that realm. they need love 
they need value they need understanding they need help you must learn this if you want a guy to come into your life what value are you going to bring as a guy what value are you going to bring even the church and Christ truly speak he doesn't need anything from us but because of his love he limited himself to allow us space to be able to contribute something that's why when we worship and praise him is we we we're we not necessarily adding anything to him but he has limited himself that way so that it can give us room for expression relationships must be mutually beneficial if there are five people in a business and only two are running that business they are the two who will be the closest of friends the rest will just be freelance people around who will feel angry don't be angry in a relationship that you are not bringing quality value please i want us to go back home and think about the reason why our family members do not value us so much the reason why even in the house of god it's true that we love everybody unconditionally but we are not committed to everybody at the same level it is according to contribution say amen you must be a contributor if you are helping me spiritually you will be close to me if you are helping me financially you will be close to me if you are helping me in terms of the love for god if you are helping me fulfill my assignment you will be close to me if you are not doing any of this i love you but you can't expect to be close to me the same way if i'm not contributing meaningfully to your life you love me but i can't be close to you relationships are based on contributions i want you to learn this wanting friends around you to be so committed without anything to bring to the table is flattery brothers and sisters there must be a commitment no matter how little it is it may be prayer it may be love it may be rest sister you may not be educated but you can bring love you can bring patience are we together yes you are the one that when the guy is getting sad he said no calm down it may not be so you are the guy that will say no 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 my dear calm down i know she offended you but take it easy there has to be a contribution you walk with the holy spirit you are rebellious you are disobedient you don't pray no secret place and you say lord why are you not close to me and he says what is all this are you not hearing what the apostle is saying you have to be the mutual contribution give me time i give you more of myself become a contributor to the growth of the relationship number seven so we wrap up for tonight practice genuine love the last key to maintaining quality relationship practice genuine love underline the word genuine there are many people whose relationships are purely based on what I will get in as much as I have spoken about value brothers and sisters if the only basis for relating people is what you will get you are a selfish personality whether as a husband as a wife as a man of God as a member as a worker as a career person as a business person it is not always about what you will get it is about who you are are we together my life will be an ugly life if the only people in my life are just those who can contribute to me no while we were yet sinners unable to contribute anything in due season christ died for us proverbs chapter 10 verse 12 please quickly proverbs chapter 10 and verse 12 
hatred stirreth up strife but love covers what let me tell you something brothers and sisters it is one proof that the friend you have whether it's a love relationship or any kind of relationship will last when you truly love somebody you will make very legitimate excuses for their weaknesses it will be difficult for you to find reasons to throw people away if you can throw people easily it's a sign that you don't deserve to be close to them love can cover a multitude of sins i see people in relationships not love really all kinds of relationships and the ease with which they get offended no sir if five people come into your life not love relationship now necessarily five people come into your life none of them can stand two weeks the problem is you not them are we together hatred stirreth up strife but love covereth how many sins that means there is nothing anybody does to you that cannot be covered when there is genuine love the secret to peace all kinds john 13 35 john 13 35 then give us first john 4 20 first john 4 20 john 13 35 john 13 verse 35 By this shall how many men all men know that ye are my disciples not if you pray in tongues not if you have a Christian name if ye have love not for God love for one another loving God is not necessarily the ultimate proof that you are walking in love because it says that if you love God that you do not see or you don't love your neighbor that you see how can you claim you love God that you see listen brothers and sisters this issue of loving one another is something we must indoctrinate ourselves in I, I have told myself i cannot hate anybody in the house of god no impossible impossible truly speaking i'm not just saying it i live a very peaceful life <sighs> apostle why are you angry can you no i've been delivered. been delivered i live a happy and peaceful life peaceful life very peaceful life very peaceful life by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples if ye have love one to another do you love people or do you use people you can use people you can use a relationship you can use a wife you can use a husband you can use a boss you can use employees pastors you can use members you can use workers the workers in this ministry know with all humility that I love them with all my heart. I love the leaders. They know it. I'm lavish about it. I love them with all my heart. How could I ever hate the people that so serve with all their heart? This is why some of us never get the anointing. This is why many of us never command results. Our hearts are full of hatred. There is always one bad story to say. No. First John 4 verse 20 and then we round up. First John 4 verse 20. God has spoken to us tonight. If a man say, even if his name is Joshua Selman, if Joshua Selman says, I love God, like many Christians say, and hated his brother, he didn't say hated, he didn't describe what kind of brother and the offense the brother did. He just said if he hated his brother, please read on if you're a Christian. What is he? It didn't say he's an angry person and God understands. That person 
is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he had seen, how can he love God that he had not seen? Church, we must not only love Jesus, we must love ourselves. More pastors will experience levels of the anointing when they switch just from loving God and extend it to loving men. Any pastor, that's why I honor the Lord for the ministers around. I mean, Reverend Dr. Tende is here. God bless you. Thank you so much. A number of other ministers scattered around. Every time I see them come visit like this, I am very blessed. Love. There are times I pick up my phone and I just send all my pastor friends text messages. And I just tell them, how are you? How is the work? The Lord bless you. The Lord honor you. There are times that I just do it to my friends. Some of you, you never do it. I say, Has he ever done it to me? You want a harvest of a seed you are not sowing? No, sir. If you had sown that seed, the friend you used to know that is now a great man, you would have maintained a relationship that would have blessed you. But when you had privilege, the number he had then that you had, you did not invest in it. And now he has changed his line. Only those who blessed him have the new line. You are not part of them. And you are angry and grumbly and say, all these pastors. I remember when God started helping me, a lot of people were offended and said, what is all this thing? Eh? I tried to call apostle. He cannot call you. Call you say protocol. He doesn't know me. And I said, you can imagine. Two years, you have never asked whether God, whether koinonia people are eating. Whether, how did you collect offering? Is God faithful? Are there demons attacking you? Can I pray? You didn't send any text. And then you just hear that God is faithful. And you want a prayer request and just call and demand. No. It's not done that way. It's an investment. You don't get anything from it when you don't commit to it. There are people who don't honor anybody. They don't recognize anybody. They don't care. Just call and say, look, I have Bishop Oedipo's number. See, Bishop David Oedipo, let me call. And you call, he says, see all these organ men of God. I will not pick if I'm here. No, sir. It's not because I hate you. They are busy maintaining the relationships that are interested in them. Please, don't make arrogant demands of attention over relationships you are not willing to commit to. A little prayer. I'm not talking of money. A little prayer. Man of God, how are you, sir? Just to find out. Mommy, how are you? Daddy, how are you? Pastor, how are you? It's been three years we've not seen. I hope God is doing well. God bless you and increase you. They are noting it. Even if they don't have time to reply, they are noting it. The day they see that number, there are many numbers I don't have say, but if I see them, I know. I know that this person cares a lot about the ministry. How is Koinonia? Some people are very sarcastic. Greetings here. My name is this. These are my problems. You just listen. Bless you. And I say, what? Just like that? No. There are people who only call when they need help. Sir, um, just to greet you. My mother has come again, honestly. Um, my father has come again. No. My sister, remember the, the thing I told you the other time? You don't remember me? I, I'm sorry, was it last week? No, I met you June last year now. June last year. I met you and you are reminding me today. invest in relationships you must love brothers and sisters i stand by the integrity of god's word and i tell you this if you practice these things before last koinonia 
it would have changed your life there are some of you this is what you need this is the revelation you need to enter the next level it's not like the job cannot come there are many people now that admission will start you're going to start disturbing our daddy prof and disturbing a lot of other people sir i remember it's me that sent you cv and says is it because i'm coming for koinonia and you are seeing me like that you've never done anything you've never said take five for life and all of that no 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 sir the, the uh, just to let you know that uh, by god's grace i'll be finishing now <laughs> you promised me in 300 level that you'll give me money for for project you didn't follow it up not in prayer not with wisdom no please learn this practice this right now call write the list of the top 10 relevant people in your life and start investing in them and watch what happens to you because when a man loves you everything he has loves you too if a millionaire loves you his money loves you too an anointed man loves you his anointing will love you there are anointings that reject people yes that's why people don't receive we're going to pray and you are going to cry to the lord and say lord the answer to my challenge will have to be one of these five either i have not paid the price knowing you or i have not genuinely submitted to authority i have not committed myself to mental transformation i have not paid the price to be skillful and valuable or i have not paid the price to build and maintain quality relationships please rise up on your feet and let's pray thank the lord for the word you've heard tonight lift your voice and begin to bless him extraordinary results results that defy limitation these are the systems of the kingdom we engage in are you praying hallelujah praise the lord i like us to pray i've listed these areas you know the areas where you honestly need to flog it out with god in the next one minute please swallow your pride and cry to god and say i obtain mercy i obtain mercy lord i have not paid the price to know you i am lazy spiritually and otherwise i have not committed myself to pressing into the things of god there's too much distraction in my life and i make up my mind that i will change from today lift your voice and pray lord i've not committed myself to transiting mentally i'm still carrying age-old ideas that are destroying me ideas that are responsible for my pain ideas that are responsible for the misery in my life i'm a product of my mindset i have by a wrong mindset driven good people in my life driven good opportunities in my life lift your voice and pray i receive grace i receive grace i receive grace no more laziness from tonight i commit myself to personal development lord i receive grace to be skillful i receive grace to be skillful i receive grace to be skillful lord i receive grace to be excellent grace to be competent grace to be excellent grace to be competent grace to be excellent grace to be competent 
finally pray for relationships lord all the areas that you have touched tonight i receive grace i declare that i'm free the bible says he who the son of man sets free is free indeed i declare that i'm free from offense i'm free from bitterness i'm free from gossiping backbiting ill-spoken words against people i only seek the good of another in the name of jesus christ i decree and declare by the power of the holy ghost i let go every offense i make up my mind that i'm pressing to the place of destiny and in the name of jesus no power of hell will stop me hallelujah one last prayer point father every dimension of result i should have entered that lack of observing these truths have kept me i declare that your mercy reopens that door for me go ahead lift your voice and pray i decree and i declare the mercy of god again i decree and declare the mercy of god again i decree and declare the mercy of god again are you praying i decree and declare relationships that i've lost because i did not this understanding i decree and declare by the mercy of god they are reopened business opportunities financial opportunities ministerial connections strategic relationships connections that would have lifted me bailed me out of trouble stop shame from my life hallelujah i won't harm you with words from my mouth i love you i need you too one more time i won't harm you with words from my mouth i love you i need you to survive it is his will that every need be supplied you are important to me i need you to survive lord i stand before your people and we declare connecting with all those who are following from the nations of the earth and lord we declare that we are ready to put these truths to work in the name of jesus we lay our pride tonight we humble ourselves before you the lord of glory you have brought your word to lift us the bible says he sent forth his word we receive the sent word into our hearts we commit ourselves to applying the changes that are required and lord we declare that your grace and your mercy will back us up let there be results in our lives we decree and declare that between now and the end of this year let our lives command strange results in the name of jesus christ all of the limitations in our lives that grant satan and demon spirits access to lift and destroy us we declare by the blood of jesus that they are closed and closed forever in the name of jesus christ amen and amen everyone please keep standing you're here tonight and um whilst you were hearing me speak the holy spirit was speaking to you and saying that you need to make your ways right especially you are here and you have discovered that offense is eating you up it has killed your spiritual life you literally backslid just because of offense and bitterness and hatred 
and you're finding it difficult to let go you are here you want to give your life to jesus you want to make up your life you want to take away these things and say lord i need to start afresh if you're here inside outside any of the overflows please i want you to make your way very quickly we have one minute for you wherever you are make your way to the front thank you jesus someone is responding to this call god bless you someone is responding to this call quickly please if you're coming make way to jesus go ahead make your way lord i want to make it right with you tonight i can't live my life like this i came for koinonia i may deceive others but i cannot deceive myself lord i'm ready to lay everything down everything down go ahead god bless you god bless you god bless you god bless you you're still coming outside please double up and come double up and come those online connect with us wherever you are and pray the prayer as i lead god's people to pray please come direct them direct them god bless you i see people coming make your way to the front very quickly hallelujah please come quickly i'm about to lead them to pray thank you most of you uh, have given your life to christ you are rededicating your life some of you are giving your life to jesus for the first time doesn't matter what category you are part of please mean this with all your heart mean this with all your heart jesus is here and let this be a new beginning for you say in the name of jesus i lay aside every offense i lay aside every bitterness every anger every unforgiveness i declare tonight that jesus is lord of my life i hand over my life and everything about me to jesus i receive eternal life into my spirit and i declare that from tonight i am a changed person from tonight the love of god dwells in me the spirit of god dwells in me no more bitterness no more hatred in the name of jesus the power of sin and satan is broken over my life forever in jesus name lord jesus thank you for this one some of them are handing their lives totally to you and some of them are making up their minds to let go every offense and everything that has held them i decree and declare that honor their decisions and I pray that from tonight, your life will skyrocket to a new dimension of achievement. In the name of Jesus, you will love Jesus and hold on to him, never to replace him by anything and anyone. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for making this decision. Please follow the lady waving her hands. She's smiling at you. And you'll have a few details and you'll be back to your seat. God bless you and thank you very much. Let's honor them. Koinonia, thank you so, so much. We believe you have been blessed by this message. For additional information, you can visit us on Facebook on www.facebook.com slash Koinonia Eternity Network International or follow us on Twitter www.twitter.com slash Koinonia underscore ENI. You can download our messages on www.foreshared.com Eternity Network International, replicating the fullness of God's life on earth.